you know, rejection is really just a numbers game. And like I said, you know, you do 10 pitches, you're only going to close three. So the goal is to get in more sales conversations so that you can turn more no's into yeses. You want to focus on increasing your outreach and so that you can increase the number of people that you're talking to about your business. And that will drown out the rejections. The more people you talk to, the more people are going to say yes. Ending Small Business Failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's your host, the Small Biz Chat Lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Attention authors, speakers, coaches, and consultants. It's time to level up your business at my live event, Brand in Demand Live in Philadelphia this September, the 21st through the 23rd. It's time for you to be seen and be heard, and I'm going to give you the path to get there. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another solo episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I'm Melinda Emerson, your host, the Small Biz Lady, America's number one small business expert. And I'm so excited to have this time with you today because I'm going to talk about something that is not really fun in business, but it's something that we all need to learn how to deal with maybe a little bit better. And it is navigating rejection in business. You know, rejection is an inevitable part of the business world, particularly in sales. But dealing with rejection effectively is really crucial for maintaining motivation, resilience, and really long-term success in your business. So today, what I want to talk to you about is how to help you as a salesperson, because every CEO should be a salesperson too, to really handle rejection with resilience and adaptability, and frankly, a growth mindset. I mean, the first thing I want you guys to think about is this. Sometimes a rejection is God's protection. Sometimes God's like, I don't want you working with those crazy people, so I'm going to make them say no to you. (laughs) And we don't know that because we're just trying to close. But sometimes rejection is not about you. It's about them. So just know that. But also, too, seriously, I want you all to think about reframing rejection because a no is really just an opportunity for growth and learning. If you you can reframe rejection by really cultivating a positive mindset and that views rejection as a stepping stone to success, right? No is really not yet. It's not necessarily a no. And so it'll bring you that much closer to a yes if you find out why they said no. So you've got to reframe rejection in the first place. And certainly you got to seek feedback so that you can learn how you can be better. Um, After experiencing rejection, you always want to ask the client for constructive feedback and you want to analyze the reasons behind the rejection and identify any areas of improvement. You certainly want to use this feedback to refine your approach, enhance your skills, and really increase your chances of success in the future with this client or somebody else. You know, rejection is also a good way to practice emotional resilience. Uh, You should develop emotional resilience so that you can kind of bounce back from rejection quickly. You want to acknowledge your emotions, process them, 
and then redirect them towards other activities that are going to move you forward. The other thing you got to think about, too, when it comes to sales is really only 30 percent of sales calls close. So if you talk to 10 people in a week, you're really only going to close three of them. So let's start with that. Let's level set with that so that you can understand that rejection isn't about you. It could be about a myriad of things. But if it is about you, you want to find out what you did and how you can do it better. And you always want to engage in self-care practices, you know, that promote well-being and and maintaining a healthy work-life balance, whatever that is as entrepreneurs. I mean, I think I think I like the word presence as opposed to balance because I just think balance is just depends on the week, depends on the month, depends on the quarter. But I also want you to just think about, you know, rejection is really just a numbers game. And like I said, you know, you do 10 pitches, you're only going to close three. So the goal is to get in more sales conversations so that you can turn more no's into yeses. You want to focus on increasing your outreach and so that you can increase the number of people that you're talking to about your business. And that will drown out the rejections. The more people you talk to, the more people are going to say yes. So just get your numbers up so that the rejections don't feel so personal and you don't live there. You always want to analyze and adapt. You know, you want to regularly evaluate your sales pitch, your slide deck, you know, even your value proposition to make sure that it is still on point. You want to make sure that you're looking at your whole sales process, your messaging, your offers to see if you can identify any areas that need to be refined or actually modified. You also want to think about adapting your sales approach based on the insights that you learn from a client that gives you a rejection notice, right? So that'll increase your chances for success in the future. And really, you've got to focus on building the relationship. Whether they say yes or no, you want to have a relationship with that person. And so it's really important to invest time in building, you know, resilient relationships with prospective clients. Because even if a sale doesn't materialize, a personal relationship could And if they go someplace else, they could recommend you where they go. So you want to stay engaged with people, whether they need your services that day or not, because you really want to build real relationships with people. Because at the end of the day, people do business with people that they like, know, and trust. So you want to be that person that they like. You also always have to practice active listening. You want to make sure that you have strong listening skills. You want to understand your prospect's pain, any objections or their concerns. And so you want to make sure that you increase the likelihood of a yes. And so if you pay attention to nonverbal cues, as well as what they're saying, you'll get all of the information that you need. And then don't be afraid to refine your value proposition. You know, you got to make sure that you understand your target market's pain points, and align your messaging to address them specifically. And, you know, refining your value proposition is an ongoing process anyway. There are people who have different value propositions for different clients. So you want to make sure that you compel a crafting, a compelling message that really addresses your customer's pain and really conveys your differentiation. Like, why are you better than the other company? You also want to monitor like your market trends, Stay agile, you know, and just try to always be responsive to not only your customer's current needs, but your customer's future needs. That is how you're going to stay competitive in your business landscape. And don't forget, you know, you can always seek mentorship, you know, 
look around and see if there's another seasoned business owner, or maybe there's a seasoned business leader, sales leader in your business that you might be able to get some tips from or debrief a sales call with. I'm big on if you're going to do a sales call on Zoom, record it so that everybody can review it to see what went well and what didn't. But don't be afraid to seek out a, a sales coach or a consultant to come in and really deep dive what might be going on with your sales. I mean, I actually belong to an organization called the Women's Sales Pros. And these are the baddest female sales experts and trainers in the game. And when I feel like my game might be off a little bit or like I don't understand why I didn't close somebody, I call them and, and, and get a reality check or get some advice. And it's always really helpful. So hopefully you will join or you belong to an organization like that so that you can leverage other people's expertise. And certainly you got to celebrate your small wins. Just getting the meeting is a small win regardless of the outcome. So you want to celebrate small wins so that the big wins will be great, but you won't feel like, oh, I didn't win another one. No, you need to be like, what did you learn from that? So that you can get better. All of us can get better, right? So handling objectives in business, really, especially sales, requires resilience, adaptability, and always staying positive. You know, you have to embrace rejection as an opportunity for growth, to seek feedback, and really just to continually refining your sales approach. You really can't look at it as a negative. You've got to look at it as a necessary positive for you to get better. And remember that successful sales view rejection as a temporary setback. You should use it as a stepping stone, really so that you can achieve your sales goals. And with the right mindset and strategies, you can turn any rejection into a catalyst for personal or professional relationship. And relationships are more valuable than anything else in business. Now, if you're looking for tools and tips to better sell yourself as an author, speaker, coach, or consultant, I want you to consider joining me in Philadelphia, September 21st through the 23rd for Brand In Demand Live. I'm gonna be teaching you how to become a national brand so that you can stop so much selling because your target customers are going to call you. So register today, head over to smallbizladyuniversity.com forward slash brand in demand live. I can't wait to help you get the spotlight that you deserve. Register today. Attention authors, speakers, coaches, and consultants. It's time to level up your business. At my live event, Brand In Demand Live in Philadelphia this September, the 21st through the 23rd, it's time for you to be seen and be heard. And I'm going to give you the path to get there. Thanks for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday for more fantastic information and interviews. You can find more sources and small business success strategies by visiting Melinda's website, succeedasyourownboss.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.